Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the last episode of Speech with Rach in 2020. Crazy madness. I can't believe we're here. So I wanted to spend this episode doing a little year in review for you guys. Some of the things that personally, professionally, I have learned throughout 2020. Now, for those of you who don't know, when 2020 started last January, I was actually working for both the Colorado school system and my home health company. So when I first moved to Colorado, I actually started in the school system. Um, And I absolutely loved, loved the school I was at. Incredible staff, incredible kiddos, but I was making $50,000 a year. And as a graduate student, coming out with student debt was hard enough. But at the same time, unfortunately, my family, um, we had basically lost our childhood home. We had put money into it to sell it, thinking that it was going to make us money. And we ended up losing about $100,000. And some of that was my money. So on top of my student loan debt, I had some credit card debt, and my family moved in with me at the time. So there was four of us living in my one-bedroom apartment. And to take care of a family, pay my student loan bills, and live, I couldn't do it on that salary. In the schools, I got paid one time a month. One time a month. And I was literally living paycheck to paycheck. It broke my heart knowing that I had to step away, but I also had taken on the home health position and I just couldn't sustain doing both. I would work all day in the school and then I would see kiddos at home health privately till like 6 or 7 p.m., come home and just be completely exhausted. And I didn't want myself to live that burnt out life that I lived in L.A., So last January, I stepped away from the schools completely and I went full frontal force into home health. And everything was going, you know, A-OK from January to March. I was seeing about 25 visits in person a week. Most of my caseload consisted of Spanish-speaking kiddos in the birth to three age. And, you know, all was going well. And then in March... One Friday, I woke up to an email saying that, hey, we are going to try telemedicine for a little bit because this thing called COVID has started. And, you know, we don't know how long it's going to be around, so we just want to be safe. And since that day in March, I think my life completely changed. Um, In March, when that started and when my company went to telemedicine, I saw my queso drop dramatically. Families were unable to use the technology, were worried about the technology, and couldn't commit to visits. And when that happened, the productive planner in me kind of freaked out because I was like, oh my God, okay, what am I going to do now? I was relying on this. I did this change for income, and now my income's all over the place. Did I make a horrible decision? Should I have stayed with the schools? At least it would have been stable income, right, during this time. It wouldn't have been all over the place. And I really started to doubt myself. 
And that's when I realized that I had to live with the choice that I made and move forward. It sucked in the moment. I was scared. I didn't know what was going to happen. But there was no point in wallowing in my pity. And that's kind of how I started to take on all of 2020 was, yes, each week was a shittier and shittier week somehow. And in that moment, I let myself be upset. But then I decided to say, what can I do to grow from this? How can I move on? Because this thing, COVID, whatever it is, it's going to be around for a while. And I can let myself sit and bitch about it and be upset. Or I can grow from it. I can take it to fuel me. And that is truly how Speech with Rage was born. I didn't have anything else to do when I started this Instagram I kind of was doing it a little bit throughout the year here and there, but I really started to put my time and effort into it in March when all of this went down. And since then, it has completely changed my life. I truly am a believer that the universe has a path for us and that when something doesn't work out, it's because it's not supposed to work out. It's either to protect you from something bad that it was supposed to bring with it, or it's to allow you to move on to what you're really intended to step into, something better for you. So in 2020, as each week unfolded and things just seemed to not work out, I started to see it as a thank you to the universe for protecting me from something. Okay, so that family backed out. For whatever reason... The universe is telling me that they aren't ready for this right now and it was just preventing future stress. So that's okay. I'll find another. Oh, wait. We're still quarantining for three more months? That freaking sucks. But the universe is telling me that it's just not safe right now and I'm going to listen. I'm not going to fight it. I'm going to follow the mask mandates. I'm going to be vigilant with my health and the way that I live my life. And I'm going to move forward. And so now that 2020 has come to a close, I think that it's been a lot easier to be very reflective on the changes, the positive changes that COVID has brought. Now, I also want to say that I'm not one for toxic positivity. I think that we have a range of emotions and it is very much okay to feel them all, but There's no point in wallowing in pity after the fact. Once something's been completed, I think the most powerful thing you can do is sit and look at the event with a reflective lens and say, what did this show me? What can I grow from this? What will happen next time? And so that's what I've kind of done with 2020. Yes, there were so many crappy moments of 2020, but there was also a lot of growth. And I think one of the biggest things that 2020 gave us is something that connected all of us, right? No matter your race, your gender, your socioeconomic status, everyone at the beginning at least was affected by COVID. It was a scary pandemic that was taking over all of our lives. And I remember the moment when I was standing at McDonald's or outside of McDonald's, you know, you couldn't go in places, I think, waiting for like a mobile order. And I was standing there. There was 
a an Asian woman standing next to me, a black man, and then a little Hispanic boy. And all of us were able to relate on how shitty life was right now because we had this connecting factor. And we could all look at each other and say, oh my God, can you believe where, we at, where we're at in 2020? And we just laughed about it. And it felt good to connect with people on something. Yes, we definitely all walked away that day with our own struggles, whether they're visible or not. But that was a common thing that we could all truly empathize and say, yes, I know how you're feeling right now because I'm literally going through it. Again, do we have way more struggles under the surface? Yes. And you guys know that something I preach all the time is that so many struggles are not visible, right? Not all disabilities, not all difficulties in life are visible things. And so always giving people the benefit of the doubt and letting them sit in their pain and their hurt and seeing how you can help and move forward from that. And so with 2020, again, taking that same aspect and looking back now that we're finished and saying, what did 2020 do for me? How did it change my life in maybe a positive way? How did it challenge my values? Who did it bring to the forefront? What people stayed in my life and who faded away? And now going into this new year, what am I going to carry over, right? What things do I want to take with 2020 with me? And what things from 2020 am I going to leave? One thing that I'm going to carry into 2021 that 2020 has showed me is spontaneity. Truly living in the moment because week to week things can be different. I could not tell you how many vacations, weddings, flights have been canceled this last year. And there's been a few that I was lucky enough to attend and go on. And in those moments, I was extra grateful for the ability to do those things. And so I think that sense of spontaneity of if and when you have the ability to act on things that make you happy, doing it. And I know in this next year, when things present themselves, I'm not going to second guess myself. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to take those chances. Something that I'm leaving behind in 2020 is that rinse and repeat cycle. Just settling into the everyday. I'm really sick of having the same routine every day. So again, I think bringing that spontaneity and finding newness and leaving just that same old blah from day to day. And that's really just a mindset shift, if anything. My actions might look the same, but internally, if I'm grateful and I'm accepting these things with newness and with excitement, it can change the whole experience. And like, I hate to, I hate to throw this in there, but y'all have, if you haven't seen yet, the movie Soul on Disney sums all of this up. And I have been waiting for a movie like this to come out because I have always said that life is right in front of us. It's right here. So many times we're waiting for life to start, right? When I get into grad school and I'm a clinician, then I'll be happy. Or when I get that boyfriend, then I can finally start working on my own self-love. And I used to live my life that way. And I've had way too many near-death or scary experiences to realize that the time is now. You've got to be in this moment. So if you haven't seen the movie Soul, 
I highly recommend it. I think it's a great way to sum up 2020 and to give you some inspiration of how to carry mindfulness and gratitude into 2021. I also made a little reels on this, if you guys did not see, where I just wrote a little thank you note to 2020, some of the things that it taught me. But I think my biggest thank you in 2020 is all of you guys. Seriously, you guys have changed my life. Um, I have never felt more accepted and valued in a community of people that I haven't even met. When I was lucky enough to meet up with some of my friends in person, um, Marie and Lindsay from Thanks Morris and Help Me Grow Speech, it was insane to me that these women that I had only ever communicated with virtually understood me more than some of the people that had been in my life for years. And so I am just so truly blessed that all of you have welcomed me with open arms and have accepted and been open to improving your mental health, your connection with spirit, your connection with life in general. And it's like the most rewarding and awakening thing for me when I get those DMs from you guys that say, hey, thank you. I've been using this and I feel less anxious. Or I really resonated with your story about eating disorders. Thank you for being vulnerable. Those are the moments that make me realize why I tell my story. If I can affect even just one person with my story, I think I've done my job. And so I am really excited for what's to come with our Speech with Rach family in 2021. And just know that I am, especially in this full moon today, really putting out a lot of positivity and gratitude towards all of you and your wishes and your goals for this year as well. I'm going to sign off before I get too emotional because I feel like I'm about to cry. But let's wrap up 2020 with that. And I will see you guys in 2021 for a lot more fun, gratitude, spirituality, and a lot of love. So see you next year.